Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 hours. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'm still by my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 169 of the Him and Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. I want to ask you a question. When you hear the somebody say body dysmorphia, what does that mean to you? I'm like, why are you talking about me? I can hear you. I'm right in front of you. <laughs> well, you, you're one of these people. Mm-hmm. But what does it mean to you? I don't you? know. Maybe I'm an extreme example. But every time I think that I have body dysmorphia, somebody would be like, well, yeah, you're a little bit bigger. And I'm like, see? See? Like, every time I think that I'm like, I'm just looking in the mirror and I'm looking at it incorrectly, uh, my wife will say something like, well, you do carry all your weight here or something. And I'll go, okay, it's not me. Uh, I really am fat. It's not me. So, in your opinion, body dysmorphia means that you see yourself as heavier than oh, you are. Oh, yes. Is that the only... Is Because you know people say, well, no. you're like, well, black people can't be racist. Racism only is, is specific right. to white people. Right. So <laughs> can it go the other way? So, like, <laughs> that's funny. Like, a big girl... Or a, I immediately say girl because uh, I'm a chauvinist. But any, <laughs> anybody could be like... Like, I look great in this. Well, now, and now that you said that, I'm sure you immediately conjured up an image of a very... Um, uh, secure woman mm-hmm. that people go like, oh, she shouldn't be wearing that. I mean, that's a little crazy, you know. Right. But yeah. so I'm I'm talking about that kind of body. Revor- reverse. Well, there's also dude, there's also the there's a gym version of this, and that is the guy who goes to the gym once every couple weeks. But then when you see him, he's like, oh, I you say, hey man, it's cool. You're in the gym getting it in. It's like, yeah, every day, bro, every day. And like uh, they're in, they have like eighty different kind of supplements, and like I, I think there's a version of this. It's maybe it's like muscle dysmorphia, like more specific. Like this person thinks they're like an athlete, but they're not. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you can have all the compression out, uh, clothing you need or well, nay want. My wife was telling me today. Well, this is why I'm talking about this. I have this okay. thing where I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that I don't think I'm overweight. But there was a picture that um, Joe took at the bar mitzvah, and he posted of me and you. And I'm like, man, you, you couldn't yeah. pick a worse angle. And I don't. I said something like, wow, that that's a bad angle. And he said, oh, it's probably the camera. And I don't know if he was like, you know, being yeah. kind to me or what. He's like, uh, I added me and the camera both added 15 pounds. Oh, but <laughs> but I looked at that picture, and I'm like, you know, since the beginning of the year, I told you I had some uh, New Year's resolutions, not necessarily. 100% all geared toward weight loss, but geared toward, like, you know, just getting healthy. and Overall. And, yeah. Overall well-being. But when I saw this, I was like, whoa, wait, hold the phone. Like, that's not me. Yeah. And It was an odd angle. And, and I was like, dude, because I've never seen myself from the quarterback. Like, from a, a, a I don't yeah. even know how you'd pie that out. Like, if, if I'm 12 o'clock, that's like, it was like an 11 o'clock shot. Well, here's why you know it's an odd angle, too, is because I look really tall in it. <laughs> You are tall. I'm not tall. Well, compared like, to I, me, you are. No, but I'm only a, I'm like a couple inches taller than you. Okay. But in that picture, it looks like a tall guy and a short guy. Like and Laurel, a skinny like guy and, and Hardy. A big, yeah. And uh, that's a... Bunk, Beaker, and Benson. Like when they did the animation of us for that cartoon. Right. That's what... It was, I did like, that, though. 
I, I suggested that to be yeah, the case. Yeah, but, but you didn't like tell him like what measurements to. Use. No, but I told him to make you substantial. I'll show you the notes. Oh. Like so, <laughs> okay. I did but that still, for a reason. But it looked it was like an exaggerated version. Yes. So yeah, it's probably I way. I looked at this picture for and, and again I look all the pictures he po- that he took. Um, I that was one of the ones I was like, well, you know, hey, if you had the one to choose to post, and hey, he's the artist here, but I'm just saying yeah. for my ego, that wouldn't have been the one that I would have posted. Yeah. Well, you know what, to that, um, it, how often do you see pictures of yourself? Not that often. It's I guess. it's sort of like a, a yeah, but here's an the thing. eye opener. But I'm dressed formally, so I would think like, I think like I'm, I guess they look at it like this. Was black not as slimming as it's supposed to be? No, I feel like, if I see Cedric the Entertainer, mm. I go, "Wow, man, that's a, a heavier set dude, stout fellow who pulls it together." Though when he's dressed up, yeah, I usually think when you see a guy that's heavy and they dress up, you you can you can really do some damage as far as being like like do damage in the the good way, the I bad isn't good. Like, wow, you like, look really nice. Yeah. By the way that but again those guys have five thousand dollar tailored suits. But I think, yeah, but tailor it all you want. I think it helps that he wears like like 14, a top hat. He wears like fourteen different colors, like a fly girl from right. living color. <laughs> like his kerchief is six colors. Yeah. Well think you about know, it, because I was just gonna say sometimes, Sin, sometimes, Sinbad's another example, but I guess you're it's sometimes it's, that culture dress is very uh uh loud and right. vibrantly. Right. Vibrantly the the stand up comedian culture. Correct. But yeah, I thought that was clear. I guess Church, churchgoers. No, so entertainers. I, I, I showed it to my wife, and she's like, well, you are what you are. I mean, it is what it is. And I'm like, yeah, but really look at the picture and tell me, is that what I look like? Mm. So then I'm like looking at myself in the mirror, and I'm turning to the but side. How I'm often, like, yeah, how often do you see yourself from, um, I guess, if, if facing forward is one, come around. Uh, I said like an 11 o'clock or like a 9.45. Yeah. You don't get to see yourself at 4.30 very right. much. No. And, and that's so, – so, but now that I did, I'm like, whoa. Whoa! Somebody should have told me. Yeah. I didn't. But, but then, like you, you know, didn't look like that to me at the, at the party. So, <laughs> or so I would have stopped. I'd be like, DJ, hold on, hold on, Dave. I gotta tell you a secret. Yeah. So anyway, um, don't be so hard on yourself, bad angle. But since that it's time, you know, angle. you'd think that I would like I was I was I would <laughs> be on the treadmill ten times more and yeah. exercising more. But really, what I did was I smoked a cigar, mm-hmm. I uh, drank pop. And uh, what other? Oh, and I drank alcohol at the bar mitzvah, so well, I'm I'm down all three resolutions. I think I had another one. I don't forget what it was. Was pop one of yours? Yeah, sure? yeah, I wasn't oh. gonna because I hadn't drank it since Christmas time, hmm. and I was on a run. But I haven't. I had it last night. It I, comes I, down to and I went crazy. Like, do you have any? <laughs> That's the problem. You have to get rid of all of it, not some of it. You have to get rid of like you can keep like enough enough to where you're not like on a suicide watch. Like you don't want people calling you being like. You know what I mean? You got something to live for, but just just barely above that. Yeah, but like I said, I don't. So my whole point is, I don't see myself that way, mm. and that's why, like, when clothes start getting, and everybody probably feels this way, when like you put on clothes that fit you a yeah. week before or a month before, and you're like, "Whoa, something's wrong here. This doesn't fit anymore." And then you you try another pair of pants, and you get the same answer, or you buy a shirt that's the you know, hey, give me the extra large, and it's like that's not fitting anymore, even though you like in my mind. You know, people go like, age is just a number. Age is just a number. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, numbers no. mean something. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do mean something. They do. So when, you, when you have to take a, a drill to your belt and notch out another, uh, you know, yeah. another belt hole or whatever the case may be. And you ever, you ever notice, like, it's like uh, a dude that's super in shape will be like, oh, don't weigh yourself. It doesn't matter what you weigh. It's about, like, body fat, blah, blah, blah. Um, well, like, you'll say, like, oh, it's just a number. It's just a number. 
but tell it to the dude who's trying to lose weight right. when that weight when it when it, it means something. Yeah, I mean that, that's like the guys who do. If somebody asks you, what is that? What's that stupid workout? Um, Cross ninety P ninety X. When people go. Hey, you should get it. You should try P90X. It's like you—you you really shouldn't do P90X unless you're already in shape and yeah. you want to take it to that next level. You should devote two hours of your day plus nutritional planning to this program. I mean, I tried to do P90X one time, and I was like, I can't—I couldn't make it through like ten seconds of it. I was like, this is the this. well. It's a and it's it's really time consuming, and it's like dude, everyone has like a PDF file with a bunch of stuff and a nutritional plan. Right. I so, mean, I would do it if I didn't have a job. That's I'd be the f- most fit bum you've ever seen. So I, I look at it this way. I go like, uh, there. I'm. I have my strengths are. I the way I work out. I guess isn't is the most traditional way. And I, I'm not going to get uh, twelve pack abs. And I'm not going to be. A, but I'm strong and I can do certain. So then I convince myself. Well, I mean, hey, what are what are you going for? Yeah. Let's just go for general strength. Let's go for general health. Not the general health part. That's probably what I need to work on. But yeah, if I if I didn't have a job and I did plenty, like I'd be in it. I'd be the most. I'd be the best looking bum you've ever seen. <laughs> like I'd be using uh, like stray cats as kettlebells. Well, think about like if you didn't have a job and you're just a bum, like the whole world is is everything weighs something. Well, I often think about think I, about I, it, bro. Everything I, weighs something. I say this every time you it comes lift up. It all. If a genie came up tomorrow and said, "Hey, you know, what's one wish?" and I said, "I'd like to be in like the most phenomenal shape, like Ryan Reynolds shape," wish on right? That? I know that I would blow that yeah. within. I mean, there's no way you could maintain that because you have to be. Th- that's a mentality. That's a mindset. That's not something where if you go like, "I want to wake up tomorrow and be like in peak physical condition," you're going to be able to maintain. Just not you'd have to get to scientific it. and be like, "I my you, wish needs for my metabolism to burn five thousand calories a day." Well, think about this. It's like, almost by, like by by uh, watching television. The way I took care of the house that I used to live in, which was you know moderate compared to the way I care about this one that I paid for that I built and I'm the only one that lived in. So like. If you work out and you get to that level and you've achieved this level of fitness, you're going to be appreciated a lot more. If somebody gave it to you and they're like, bam, you're physically fit, it's not going to take. I think you don't appreciate anything you're given. Not really. Not, not, not the yeah, same. I, I, yeah, I no, mean, I agree. Not the way you, when you earn it for sure. That's why it sucks to actually legitimately lose, uh, legitimately lose weight the right way. You have to starve yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? It's, it's, you got to get self-esteem down. That's the problem. You have to get your self-esteem down. You have to have Jocko yelling at you. <laughs> You have to have your wife can't, can't insulting it, you, both passively and aggressively. You, I saw that you found on Spotify you were able, and I hate to, I hate yes. to do this to Jocko. Do we have to? Yeah, I, I hate to do it, but it's on Spotify, so you're able to listen to uh, "Discipline Equals Freedom." Oh, he gets, he gets a little bit from it, not as much as when you. Oh, okay. It, I thought it was like like YouTube, where somebody just ripped it off. And, no, you know, okay, no. So, Spotify pays their artists, but just okay. not, not well. So. With but that dude, being I, said, dude, I, I buy his stuff. I got Jocko T. I got Jocko Mugs. I listen to Jocko's podcast, and when he's reading books about war and, and, and you know mental toughness and this, I could not handle that the, that book though. Oh, I was just great. like, man, I, I'm I'm only I'm, I'm as motivated as I could I could be. I, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I don't. It, you do you work out listening to that? Yes, it's crazy. I listen. I have gone. To, I've gone to now not every time, but often I will work out. Just listening to him tell me to like get up. And get Don't up. you wish you would have just been in the Marines? Yes. Like if you could go back and do it all over again. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's my my biggest regret is that in his platoon, I didn't go to the service, uh, carrying the flag and wearing bumper stickers that say "Jack" on it while I <laughs> do, uh, you know, morning calisthenics, muscle ups. I don't know what they call it in the morning because I didn't because I'm I'm a coward and I didn't serve. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, what happened is I was talking to a, uh, a friend of mine, and one of the one of the one of the I don't know. One of the things on Spotify was 
it's I mean the first tra- it's called Wake Up, Wake Up and Get After It or something. And the track is him saying like uh he goes, "Okay, I'm going to give you 10 seconds to get out of bed." And he starts counting. Well, I said there's my alarm clock and I was out by 4. I was up out mm. of the bed by 4. However, I said it this morning and I knew that I had time, so I just kept snoozing Jocko, which felt crazy disrespectful. You snoozed Jocko. I snoozed Jocko. It wasn't cool of me to do it. But uh, where, where are we going back? Back to body dysmorphia. I I want to see I want to see more of these people that think that they're super fit or super yeah. thin or yeah. Where yeah. do you where do you see that the most often? Well, I think you know. I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> I think you do know. White dudes? No, 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 not, not that often. No. Oh, gardeners. Yeah. No, I think, I think that, uh, it's, that it's great. You know, if people are happy with, with the way I, but I think it's fake. I, I don't think that anybody that's like super heavy set is happy with that. I, I just don't. So maybe they've can, they can convince themselselves like, Oh, you know, Hey, be proud, blah, blah, blah. You know, Hey, I love your body, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I can't, I can't think it's, it's unhealthy. Well, there so are, like what, there are different body types and some right. people are bigger. Not everyone's going to be size zero and they shouldn't be. And that's that's not what that's I'm talking weird. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not everybody's going to be, have ripped abs and, you know, and, and be in right, that condition right. either. But I, I would say that, you know, you shouldn't be buying plus size. You should, that shouldn't be a goal you're looking to achieve. I, I me personally. Yeah. Like do people do whatever you want? So I take that back for sure. If that's what you are, that's what you are. And that's what, but I'm for me. I, I just feel like as I get older and I hear more and more people say like, oh, you know, when you're in your 40s, it, it's 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 like you hear The Rock or somebody like that saying like, dude, it's rough when you get like, you know, a- every year over 40, it's harder and harder, harder to and harder. to stay in shape. And I'm like, I, I'm not even I'm not even in shape. Well, so what does that say to me? And then then I think like, how much longer do I even have on the planet? Is it even worth it? <laughs> yeah, because it could take forever. Right. And you don't want to just be blobbing around forever. Right. Well, there's different sizes, and everybody should be cool with that. The problem comes where – here's the thing. If you are whatever size you are, then be fine with that size. That's fine. The, where it makes people uncomfortable is when you go like, no, I'm not that size. I'm many sizes smaller, and I'm happy with my body. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. if you're squeezing into stuff and you're busting out everywhere, and people go, well, don't, don't shame her. She likes her body. I'm like, well, if she likes her body, why is she wearing someone else's body's clothing? Right. Good so point. don't do that. Yeah, no, and and you see that a lot in the the so hipster, where would, where would the hipster beer drinking. You know, the guy that Dude. wears the extra small shirt where yes. when he lifts his hand up, his belly falls out of the bottom of it, and it's tight around the top, like his breast yeah. area. Yeah, so ladies, it's got like a cute kitten on it. And it's don't like, think we're talking about ladies here. No, that's a no, re- that's a really good point. Uh, dudes, the tapered in their pants in the early thirties <laughs> are not aware because they think they can still wear that cool double dragon shirt. Right. And those, uh, or they only sell it like they went to Comic Con and they're like, "We've got this really cool double dragon so you're, shirt." You're about a large, right? You're yeah, large. We have it in medium large. and large. And the guy's like, "Man, I really want it." I, you, my wife buys me extra, but I'm thinking uh, like I could probably stretch it, you know, and, and I won't wash it, or I'll, yeah. I'll wash it and I won't dry it in the dryer. I'll hang it to dry. I just wear it when I sit in my rocking chair with built-in speakers <laughs> and Bluetooth. That's the only thing I wear it for, so I can wear it to that. That's how it starts. And then there's a time I go to beer gigs. <laughs> right. Plus, I like to shop admire. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dudes. I, oh, we need a scientific study because I want to know the data on how often it's dudes squeezing into tiny clothing. Uh, how often do they have beards that that are, that are awful? Ninety five percent of the time, and, right? And male pattern bald. Now you can well you can have both of those things and that's fine. And you can have an awful beard. I don't have to like it, but you can have an awful beard. But I want to see how many times those two go together. I mean, here's the thing. 
I see all that stuff in the same places you're talking about seeing them. So if it's specific to beer geeks or, you know, a, a brew pub or, or a, uh, you know, what do you call those? Uh, the, the small batch coffee shops. But this shops isn't like or, an urban or, culture thing. That doesn't happen. No, there. no. This I don't, is, does it? No, I don't know. no. This is white dudes. Oh, I'm coming, I, I, I'm coming I, I got, you, I got you. When you say urban, you just specific. I thought you meant like it doesn't happen. Well, because outside like, and inside the no, city. No, I just mean talking like, about r- across racial lines. What? Kind no, it's of, white guys. One hundred percent. No, for that. But yeah. I'm saying when I say urban, I mean like any color dude can can like be into the hip hop culture and wear baggy or stuff. Right. So you know, what I mean, Eminem. Eminems right. are everywhere. Right. That's fine. Right. You could be any race. No, and do this that. specific look. This is white dudes. Right. This is thirty. Two-year-old white dudes. Yeah, I'd say that's a good. That's that's a good. I don't uh, care for number. you fellas. I just I feel like <laughs> they a lot of times they they have a woman in tow as well who's also dressed in clothes that are smaller than yeah. You know what I mean? Because maybe they make those novelty T-shirts for children. And well, they go, that's like, such a cool. That's just such a cool Zelda Legend of Zelda shirt. Like I'm willing to have it be a little small. I need to make them hip to the skinny sweatpants. No, you don't. Because skinny because they're, they're trying to do skinny jeans still. Skinny sweatpants way more forgiving. What happened to the colored jeans? That was that was the thing for a while with those people too. Ugh, I wish they'd come back like 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 crisscross. Like they blueberry no like blueberry color or red. Like they were like tapered red jeans. Oh, yeah, that's still going on. It I is? Think. Yeah. Mm. I saw a performance on the Grammys tonight. It was Cardi B and Bruno Mars. I didn't see it, but I saw it on Twitter on the way here on my phone. Maybe while I was driving. And they dude, they were all like it looked like crisscross. Like what was what was was it crisscross? They were the backwards. I think it was bands. crisscross that had the logo that was the circle with the green, red, yellow. Like an African color. Maybe green again. I don't know. But it was like always the loud colors that were in right. the early '90s that I was such a big fan of. They were all dressed like that, dude. She had like the Rastafarian colors. Yes, yes. Uh, Cardi B, who was a female rapper, had her thank you had her shorts hiked way up, and it was like everybody else was wearing kind of baggy, loud orange and yellow. And my eyes went, "Ugh, this is terrible." But like my soul went, "Yes." Why? Bring it back, dude. All of it. Like if you're gonna bring back something, you know where skids? Yeah. Yeah, dude. You're like tomorrow. Where are they yes, at? Gonna buy? Yeah. <laughs> Except for now, I'll be able to afford them. Okay. At least like, you don't have to wear scuds. I don't, I don't have to wear any more scuds. <laughs> Boy, did that not look good during the Iraq War. Mm. So I couldn't afford them. I had one pair of skids back in the day that my sister bought me, and I had one pair that my older brother stopped wearing, so I would wear his. Mm-hmm. But I could never. It was the same thing with like me and my brother were talking about that today about about uh, tennis shoes because he bought a pair of Crocs. And he was wearing them. He kept saying, recently today. He was wearing them today, and he was like, "Dude, they have to be cheap now, right? Because nobody wears this." I don't know, thing. but he was like, "Dude, I know you're gonna make fun of me, and I know everyone's." He's like, "I don't care what it looks like; it doesn't matter." And he he's, he doesn't, you know. Uh, he's like, "But dude, these are like walking on a cloud." He's like, "They're amazing." So he made me try them on. I did. They felt very comfortable. They were great. Um, but we were talking about different shoes, and he was he's always worn Chucks like I did. And he was like, well, anything's comfortable and feeling like walking under. Well, that's the thing. To... Like when you wear chucks all the time, you get used to it. You don't know. Right. You buy a pair of nice Nikes or something, and you go, "Oh my god!" Yeah, you get some DCs. It's like yeah, like standing on top of pillows. You're like there's sure. cushions and shoes. I didn't know they did that. <laughs> so we were talking about back in the day, like uh, where we used to wear pro wings, and not only were we not embarrassed of it, we just didn't know it was a thing. Like people mm. would go, "Like, dude, look at your shoes. They say pro wings," and we would be like, "It was funny." <laughs> like you look at them, and you go. Oh yeah, they do. They do say right. pro wings. Yeah, right on. 
like, no, not right on. It sucks. <laughs> oh, it does? It sucks? I'll be like, well, yours, yours is Nike. Is that cool? That that doesn't suck? Okay, like, we were oblivious to it. And I was like, thank God that uh, chucks were cool. So I started wearing chucks. And then, like, but, right after I started even, wearing them, or were, maybe exactly the same time, uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit came out. You so were, was like, quote, unquote, poor stock. How, how are you not aware of the the culture? Like, how do you not know that pro wings are not cool? Because, dude, I wear what my parents buy me, and I go to, like, church and stuff. Yeah, but, I mean, so I were I was I talking like to my mom about this. I a group of friends who didn't bring it up, and everybody else is in my youth group, and they were all from Munster, so I assumed I was poorer than them. It didn't matter. But I feel like, you know, even my parents, there were times where my mom would try to, and, like, I remember she was talking about Z Cavaricis, and she got, like, some knockoff Cavaricis, and yeah. I was, like, seventh or eighth grade at the Sixth time. Sixth grade, it was really big. And I'm like, uh, and she laughed about it. And I'm like, you don't understand. Like, I had to go to school wearing the, like, I would almost just rather be like, nah, Gavarici suck than wear the, the fake yeah. Gavarici. Yeah, hence the Chuck Taylors. I don't want, I don't want Nike or Jordans. Uh, I just like Chuck's. Right. Well, thank God that that, that grunge culture came along for you. Yes, it be- saved me. Be- All I mean, you could like, have hey, been into the Ramones. You just weren't. But, I mean, right. that you could have jumped onto that. I the, would have the gone punk rock hardcore scene, punk rock scene if, if, if that hadn't yeah. presented itself. I, had Kurt Cobain not come along and been like, it's super cool to go to the, the village discount store and get your old flannel. Right, wear a mechanic's button up. This is Mike. That saved me when you're clearly Ben. You, clearly, isn't it funny? Isn't it ironic? <laughs> that saved me, dude. Saved me. I mean, God knows what I would have gone through, like in in the '80s, if like everybody had, you know, like that 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 cool whatever, like how did Ducky dress? You know well, what he, I mean? Like like button he, ups. And he, stuff. he wasn't that cool though. So yeah, you're but he wrong. Had style. You're no. You're okay, le- so what? Polos. He, 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 that guy was like avant garde, like you know, Mister throwing a bunch of clothes together, like fashion okay. designer. But everyone thought he was a douchebag. Okay, too. well, that's a bad example. Yeah, that would. I would say uh, like you know, back then, probably again, even to say polos. I don't know what was cool to wear in the eighties. Is you know, how about Pretty in Pink, the dude that she was supposed to be into in the beginning? Blaine or uh, uh, no, like yeah, me. like nice wavy hair. Cool, uh, Johnny from Karate Kid. Like yeah, he dressed pretty. Yeah, like, he had a feather haircut and you know just some jeans. Yeah, well, and... I couldn't have gotten that polo with the alligator. It would have never happened. The eyes on. It would have never happened. I would have been done for. I would have been totally. You could have got the mine would have had a. Um, mine would have had like a a, a, a rat, a, a veil chameleon, like a small <laughs> rat. He's got a hamster. It'd be like you're from the region, right? But just be a little, I, I feel like uh, it's for your parents or anybody's parents. Like, and I understand things cost money. But you're right about that specific culture. I was kind of lucky, too, into where it was like, well, if you're in the skateboard culture, you're in the punk rock culture, you're supposed to look grungy. That's the whole point is you're yeah. supposed to wear, like, old T-shirts. Like you and look cool and be poor at the same time. I, I was just was talking such to – a blessing. I reconnected uh, with a guy on Facebook that I, I hadn't seen since high school. I'll never forget because we had this little, like, punk rock table where if my mom bought me, like, every – I think every semester she would let me pick out, like, four or five T-shirts – to wear and i would literally wear them on rotation monday this would be my dead kennedy shirt tuesday would be you know a seven second shirt fear shirt the germs whatever and then um the next semester was your marilyn manson day never okay so me either when when uh, i'll never forget this guy was a year older than me and i'd seen him around school but one day he showed up and he had this the most crispy white black flag t-shirt I had ever seen. I was like, well, this dude's a, a clearly a poser. Look at this white. <laughs> but I'm thinking, like, I didn't have a Black Flag T-shirt from when Black Flag was around and touring. Like, the one I had, yeah. you know, had I bought new. Like but but I ran. I would, like, 
I wouldn't wear it to school until I wore it on the weekends long enough to where it got dirty and and looked a little bit battle worn. Like yeah. you couldn't wear a crisp because it looked like you just you had to make it look like you'd been there. You know what I mean? Right. right so right. I remember uh, we were sort of. I, I I mean it's the exact opposite of nice clothing. Like, oh yeah, you have to wear that one. It's like like you know how like now like you keep the stickers on the hat. Oh yeah, my son's got like, Timberlands and he's he brushes them every day. Ugh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's his thing. Don't let him do that. So, so regardless, oh, they are nice. I told this guy, I said, <laughs> I remember you walking in with this black flag T-shirt. But what I didn't know was, because everybody else was already like grouped up. If you were a skater or you were into punk, you hung out with the same group of people. Everybody knew who those people were, and you were either accepted or you you could even be an outlier. You could be like a punk outlier where the cool punk kids were like, nah, nah, you're a poser, it ain't happening. But this guy was weird. So I ended up uh, hooking up with him somehow where we started talking. I remember going to his house. And this guy had like cool vinyl. Like he, he he was into stuff. He was in a lot of death metal too. But like he was listening to Gigi Allen and all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, well, how do you even know about this stuff? Like you're not even in the the click. But this guy was into more cool shit than or just the same as all the rest of us. But I'm like, how do you punk rock by yourself? It's cool to be punk rock and not and and keep it to your little group because that's what you're supposed to do. Is like, oh, you're not cool. This is for us. But this guy was next level where he was like, this is just for me. Punk rock by yourself is the ultimate punk rock. Yeah. So, so Yeah, definitely. So um, There was a kid that made me a Bowie tape, like just out of high school. And he was in high school and he was kind of an introvert and whatever. And then I remember like seeing him at Hessel Restaurant where we'd all go and smoke hmm. and drink coffee and stuff. And he's like, oh, Bowie's great. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. I've been like, like in my group, it's like, who likes Bowie? Like we don't all right. know Bowie. He's like, dude, no, 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 it's great. I'll make, like he's sitting in his basement making people Bowie tapes and, um, not for like street cred because it wouldn't get you in. Right. It was like, no, I just like making Bowie tapes. You can have one. That's like the the so it, it was a young it was a young Santos man. Yeah, you can Bowie by yourself. You can punk rock I mean, by yourself. I guess this this is a, a part of of the culture, American culture that I don't know still exists because you know people don't make mixtapes. Obviously, people can go like, well, go hey check out my Spotify playlist. I've made one, two, three, four, and pass around to other buddies of mine. It's, it's different, though. though. It's, yeah, there's it no calories put, you know. But but I used to, um, because the music I listened to was so, first of all, a lot of the bands were already done by the time I got into listening to them. It was like 87, 88. Like, these bands were either on their last leg or yeah. they would they would get together again years later. But I would open up a Black Flag tape, and it would say in their in their liner notes, it would, it would be like um, they would have show flyers. And it would be like, oh, Flipper, DOA, right, uh, Dead right. Kennedys. So I'd be like, I'd write them down. Okay, I need to order a Dead Kennedys. Yes. What's the Dead Kennedys? What's yes. the Circle Jerks? And you would look to see who their contemporaries were. And that's how you knew. Or they'd be like, special thanks to, and they'd name bands right. that they played with. Right. And so what you would do is you'd hurry up and run to the Karma Records or wherever. Uh, Woodmar. And S&J. You, and you, yeah, you'd get the stuff. And you would want to be the first guy to, to sell it to your friends, or you know, and you'd listen yeah. to it a bunch, and you'd be, and then you'd listen to it a bunch, and then you'd go to your friend, like, yeah, I've had this tape for like a couple of years or whatever. I just uh, check it out. I don't. You, I thought it you sounds knew. like you did what I did, but with slightly more mental warfare. Involved. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was so, just like, hey, dude, I heard of this band. You guys want to check? No, it out with that me? never. Ha- I'll, I'll never forget this. <laughs> I might have told this story before. <laughs> you had to get a, a guy, a guy that I wasn't too too uh, too much of a fan of, brought this. He had this. He had this CD of this band called The Addicts. And the addicts is like a they're like an English punk band who they paint their faces like clowns. They're like the damned. I don't know if you've ever heard the damned, but same mm-hmm. kind of thing. But um I refused to even give this band a, a, a listen because this guy brought it to the table. I was like, nah, those guys suck. 
Now, I'd never heard them before, but I was like, oh, I, I know those guys. They're awesome. They suck by proxy. Yeah, right, because you yeah, brought they, them to they the They suck because you suck. But then I remember getting it and listening to it at home and enjoying it and not being able to tell, share with people that I enjoyed it. <laughs> it's just not punk rock. You can't do that. That's funny. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I just wonder if nowadays that same thing happens because I'm waiting for my son to get involved in music. He's like big into, you know, I've told you before, he's real big into like stand up comedy. But I always ask him, I'm like, oh, do you tell your friends to check this out or check that? He's like, not really. Well, he, he just talks to me about it. And I'm like, no, nah, you need, there needs, none of his friends have older brothers. That's what we're missing. That's weird. All of his friends are the oldest. Okay. Then so, there should be the older kids in the neighborhood that they look you'd at think, or something. But no one goes outside. Nobody oh. meets all those. That's what we're missing. I needed my, my friend Jason's older brother. You know, uh, I got him into the music that I was listening to, but he introduced me to a bunch of other things, yeah. you know, as older brothers do. And so he was like really the only older brother that was around, um, and, but it, it it made a huge impact on me. I just Even got, guys in the neighborhood, like you were saying. I just got done reading a book that you reminded me of is, uh, by Sebastian Unger called Tribe. Mm. Remember the other day I was like, dude, I got to work out or drink. And you're like, dude, that's the only options? I was like, yeah, because if I don't work out, I'll drink. And you were like, dude, go read a fucking right. book. So I took advice and started reading books. And this book is called Tribe, and uh, it's really good. But it talks about like back in the – you know, back in the day, just even like Indians, tribal com- communities where it was not as civilized, um, everything was shared. Everything was done as a group. And now since we're so – since we're so partitioned off, we all have our own – we all have our own houses, our own pools, our own fences, our mm. own – everything. We make tri- – we tri- take trips to get food, come back, cook it by ourselves, eat it by ourselves. Um, so we're losing that connectedness and it just, rem- it just reminds me of what you're saying because – the more, the less connected we are, the less happy we are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, because for sure. you need that that human connection. So even if you hated the bully down the street or those douchebag kids that hung out in the woods, you still had a connection. Right. You had a connection. You knew you didn't like them, but that part of your, that human part of you was like, well, I'm connected to them. Even as enemies, I'm connected right. to them. Now, if it's a, just a digital connection, man, you and you you sort of. You, you sort of lose your purpose when you're not connected to everybody. Well, if, if and again, if we talked about this, I'm sorry, but you, you, did you ever see SLC Punk? Yes. Another movie where I was like, this is lame because it's got Matthew Matt. Litter, Lillard in it. That was a good movie. But I, I did like it. That was one of my, you know, one of those ones that you, you can't admit to liking because it's, if you're punk rock, that's like a movie that's actually like a a real production, a real movie, and that's not yeah. punk rock. Yeah. So, with, but with that being said, there's a scene at the very end where it's, it actually goes back to the beginning where his buddy brings over a tape and he puts, he's like, hey, check this out. And he puts in the tape. And I don't remember if it was Iggy or something like that. And, and it's like we were forever changed right. from that moment. Right. That happened to me. So I connected yeah. with that. I was like, dude, I remember for the first time hearing The Descendants or The Dead Kennedys. I'll never forget. I went to summer school um, before I got into high school. And I'd already been into like skate rock music and, and a little bit of punk rock mm-hmm. music. And I had this I had this pair of shorts on it. It had like a plastic tag on the leg. And it, it, was, it was like from like Kmart or something like that. Okay. And there was a guy who was uh, two years older than me. He was taking keyboards and I was taking it in the summer just to like get it over with, just to get ahead. And um, he was wearing a Dead Kennedy shirt. And I came in there and I was wearing like some skateboard related shirt, like a Paul Peralta shirt or something. So he immediately gravitated. Oh, there's a name for the past. He immediately gravitated. What's that? 
That's a name from the past, Paul Peralta. Yeah, I mean, so he immediately he like recognized that in so long. like all oh, this kid skates, ice skate. And I remember he had a leather jacket and he had stitched with green stitching. All it took all the black stitching out and stitched it with green. Wow. And he had a Marvin the Martian patch on it. And I was like, dude, that that's guy, so that's, that's he's in. Yeah. So and he had a devil lock. Do you know what a devil lock is? Uh, like he had his entire hair shaved except for one black lock that came oh, like the to his chin. Exactly. Okay. So I was like, whoa. Sorry for showing my ignorance. So so right away, you know, I started. I sat next to this guy, and like I said, he was my sister's age, just a couple years older than me. But he was like, hey, tomorrow, man, when you come in, like take that. Uh, he brought a seam ripper in, and he took that the patch off my I love shorts. That he gave you the advice. Yeah. Like, Look, well, this dude the, took me in, man. Lame, and he was like, hey, um. Listen to this. Listen to that. I remember going over to his house, and there was a bunch of other skater kids because he was from Sherrillville, which is the next town over. So our junior highs weren't together, but they wow. would come together in, in high school. So that summer, he introduced me to all his group of people, and then by the time school came around, all the guys that I knew weren't in. I was in because I knew these guys. So, but this guy basically gave me. He's like, "Here's the bands you need to listen to." So being that that people aren't as physically and emotionally connected now. Um, like when I when I was when I was going to Morton way back in the day, it would, people would call it. There was like a term for it. It was, it was called designated freshman, and it would be an older dude at the school, like a peer helper, not like a sixty-five dude at the park, <laughs> like a, like an older guy, like a junior or a senior. That would be like, that's my brother or that's my friend's brother or that's some you know I know that dude from for whatever. each kid had one a, a person. Not everybody, one. not everybody got one. I was lucky enough, but like you would have a designated freshman, and or that person would have a designated freshman, and they basically. Hopefully, it's someone who can handle themselves and shit like that or, or whatever. Now, did the school put this program on or is it like kids from the neighborhood no, that were like... It's unwritten. So, I'm saying kids from the neighborhood were like, hey, you're, you're um, you know, Mark's brother. Yes. So, we're going to like bring you into our clique. Yes. You're going to eat at our lunch table. Okay. That's what I was trying to understand. Are you saying yeah, that the yeah, school yeah. like... Hey, no, you're this wasn't be sanctioned by anything. quote unquote big brother program. Yes. Yes. Okay. It was an unwritten... I was like, that's not... It was a for real Hesfield big brother right. program. Like there was a dude named Alan. Uh, Alan was friends with my brother, and he was like, Mark's cool. So he's like, Ben, you're going to be my designated freshman. Now, first day of school, they all like, come a shaving cream. Everybody gets initiated. They chase us everywhere, and me and Fuzz got tackled by Alan, and we got our ass kicked. But like – Like dazed and confused. Yeah, yeah. But it was like – I, I it's like getting beat in. Right. I got to haze you. Now you're my – and Alan was was a – he was probably 17, but looked like he was like 24. He was just older, like had he had to shave a lot. Mm. He had like muscles. He was and he like was into Harley's and stuff. So Alan, it was always like, don't, don't you're good. Don't worry. Like if anyone but, messes with you, Alan's gonna. But let me just look out for like you. in my case, I'm sure, I mean I want to know if it's the same for you. That didn't necessarily mean that everyone in your crew was going to be in too. You no, got no, in. no, no, no. Yeah, he didn't like everybody. So so I had that situation where I was cool, and the dudes I was friends with. Um, weren't cool. There was one guy in my group of friends that I had, you know, that I had been friends with that was literally told like, you're out. Like you can't come around. There was a certain area in the school where all the skaters you don't make out. it. You don't make it. And so then I was in this situation where it's like, well, this is my guy, you know, you this, cut ties. I, I didn't, but what they, they basically gave me this, this whole thing was like, Hey, here's the thing. You could be friends with whoever you want, but not at school. Like yeah, you don't bring that dude around here. <laughs> <laughs> because, lame. And, and they they wouldn't have they wouldn't have kicked me out. They would have been like, "You bring that dude around here. He we're gonna we're just gonna he, beat him up. Fuck him. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's in trouble. Yeah, yeah. So I would and this this guy never got it. He's like, "Well, I don't understand. Like, why, why, dude? There's no tangible reason. You're just out. Just, Period. Was he lame? No, you, I mean he wasn't. Them? But they they just he was just like really um 
They were like, "Narc." Like he was a punk rock skater kid, but he, not not really. Like he 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 dressed that way, but he was really like into like Susie and the Banshees and like more like uh, like the Pixies and stuff yeah, like I'd that. Whereas like that kid, I would yeah. be in your group. I'd be in his group. Yeah, he was more of like an emo, like pre emo, like yeah. you know. And so I liked the cool. dude because. He was in. A, I was in a band with him for one thing, and the other thing is, is like that guy introduced me to a lot of stuff. Yeah. But he also liked to hip hop dance, and he liked it. That was like, no, you're oh, either okay. this or this. Yeah. And when you're that group, it's funny because you talk about, like I said, these outlier groups. It's like my son asked me all the time. He's like, dude, were you popular in school? I was like, well, yeah, I was popular in my group of friends, but group, yeah. there's four thousand kids at my school. You know, my my graduating class was like eight or nine hundred people. Mm-hmm. So. I didn't even when, when when I sat there at commencement, I was like, who, who, like right. to ninety percent of the people. Right. But what I'm getting at is like with with the lack of being connected, is there a need for any of this stuff we're talking about anymore? Because you're saying it's kind of gone the way of the dodo. Yeah, there definitely is a need for it. But but what? I who guess, plays the role of the older? But when you, I guess what I mean is it's if it's you don't have to have you don't have to have an upperclassman looking out for you. Because you just go home no, from, not, you, just, you yeah. just go home from school and you get on Facebook and you do whatever, right. right? Like there's not a need for a protector if you can hide in your own house and be okay with it. You couldn't, you, know, you couldn't just go home and sit there before because it was like this sucks is boring. Right. But now you got video games. You guys, you don't have to well, go out. I, the, so like if you're forced to go out, you're forced to be a, a community again. I remember being like the, my freshman year, going to the first football game. Um, and then afterwards, everybody was would go to the uh, Pizza Hut and Stardust. Everybody, seniors ev- from everybody. There's thousands of kids out here on like yes. where around the clock is yeah. Pizza Hut, and of course that was where you would go there to showcase your your badassity. And you would <laughs> people pe- people would fight because this is where if you wanted to if you wanted to show how badass you were, no better place than to have the entire student body there to witness. You kick someone's ass, right? Listen. So there, all shit cracked. Kids are drinking underage. Fights are happening. Anything, anything went, and it was like that was the place to be. You, you wanted to be there because you didn't want to miss that. And nowadays, like you said, it's well, like listen, we don't hunt anymore, right? We don't hunt anymore. We don't have a way to prove our metal, prove our worth. What do we got? We still have, you know, biologically. I'm going to get super nerdy. But we still have a lot of that same inner dude in us, but you don't have a way to prove your worth. So what do you do? Well, you go to Pizza Hut and you go. Uh, let, me, I'll, let me see how if I can take a punch. Right. Or, but the thing is, is you would even be like, you'd get in an argument with a guy on Tuesday, and you'd be like, "Hey, after the football game on Friday, we're gonna fight." And it would be advertised. It would be like, "Oh, well, this person's gonna fight." This that many per- days. Wow. Oh yeah. And I was telling my kid. He told me. He told me about some kids were talking about that fighting. Way more. Oh, we're gonna fight on Friday after school. And I'm like, if you if these guys really wanted to fight, they would have got down. They're, like, they're, I don't understand that mentality. Yeah. I've just not been that way in my yeah. life personally. But. I've That's seen it. Yours sounds a lot more structured. Like I'd have like a thing. There was a couple. Cha- there was a couple times where it would be like, "I'm going to find them after school today." Right. But not. But the, you just do that. I so could not get in wait trouble till at school. Friday. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. wait till Friday. And a lot of that, you know, is 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 just posturing because you know by Friday you're hoping the teachers have gotten wind of it and I then, you know, the whole thing. Will, yeah, the whole thing will be yeah. like, "Well, dude, honestly, I thought you were. It wasn't you talking. Somebody else must have started oh, it." And yeah. People talk their way out of right, it because right, right. I'm like. Be afraid of the guy who doesn't give you till Friday. Be, be, be afraid of the that. guy who's like, oh, we're not waiting till Friday. This is happening right now. <laughs> right. Well, right. I don't want to fight right. you. Right. That's a shame because I'm about to fight right. you. But it, This show isn't called Member Berries. You're the, screwing up in your titles. The, the, the I guess that that part of it's a shame because you didn't just go there to fight. But, I mean, you, you went there to be seen. You went there to 
to represent your clique, your group of people. And you went there to have a good time. You went there to see girls. They went there to see boys. Went there to connect and do, yeah, the, and do I mean, the human experience, man. And then after a while, like, <laughs> I should be like, I'm like, dig, bro. It's a human experience. For years, you know, I guess Pizza Hut finally had enough. And then there used to be a Checkers, which is like now where. Uh, this is where. Where's this pizza you're talking about? It's uh, on US 30 across from uh, like we're round the clock. And then Kentucky Fried Chicken and then in between oh, yeah, it yeah. right there. Okay. But then it, it got kicked across the street to the Walmart parking lot for the last, like maybe when I was a senior, or junior oh, or senior, okay. um, there was a Checkers over there next to the um, Baker Square. Hmm. And uh, so everybody used to go there for a while because you, they had the whole Walmart parking lot, that secondary dump over parking lot. So everybody was there. Yeah. But I wonder, because my kid's not in high school yet, is there somewhere the kids go now? And uh, is the, I, I hope. I mean, as a parent, I'm like, no, I'd rather you not even be involved. I think it's a lot more splintered off. For sure. For sure. But I don't know that that's a good thing. It's not. I don't think it is. Because we forget how to interact with people. Like, I don't want – me personally, I'm like, if I don't have to, I won't. Between the phone, social media, and not physically being together, you're going to have some real weird dudes coming up. And these weird people are going to be weird adults, and they're going to be running things. Well, don't you think that a part of like – I sound like you know, an old my, man now. Don't my kid Pretty is, soon they'll be in charge. My, my son's always telling me about how, like, you know, bullying really doesn't exist. In his world, like, his friends tease each other. Like, they bust balls, but nobody's bullying. No, no, in his mind, there's no kid at home, like, crying into his pillow at night or, you know, writing a suicide poem or anything like that. He's like, that doesn't exist. Like, everyone likes each other, like, across huh. all groups. And my thing is... That's sort of a good thing. It, it definitely is. Yeah. But... This is the big but. But I don't believe it. When you, I believe there's. It's you simmering. need to be able to work, even if it is the case. That's not how the real world works. When you get, when you get to be an adult and you have a job, and so you have all this adversity, and you never learn how to deal with adversity. Like you said before about you know getting a, a bully and a guy backed you down and then you felt bad about it. You you have to know what it you don't feels have to like. Bring that up every episode. <laughs> you have memory in my life. You have you have to know. <laughs> you know the time when you pushed out. <laughs> <laughs> you have to know what it feels like to yeah. back down, to stand up, yeah. to well, be able feeling, to talk your way out of a situation. You not back down, hopefully, the next time. You have to know what it feels like to avoid a, uh, avoid somebody who you don't want to have a, a conflict with. I mean, if you knew a guy was like, every time this guy's around me, like, you know, he scares me or I'm, I'm afraid he's going to kick my ass, and you just are able to avoid him. For four years, I mean, there's. I feel like there's. You're losing something there because it's just not the way real life yeah. should work. But I think maybe it does even in adult too, world. It's a skill too. Adults you probably navigated through not getting your ass kicked. Never has there been more of a time in, in 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 our history where you have adult males, and when I say adults, I mean like my from 21 to 50 that come home and play video games. I know. They do the same thing as the young people. They're not out yeah. there, uh, you know, hanging out and, and and commiserating either. Right. So that's that's what I mean by these people are going to grow up and be a bunch of weirdos. What's that movie where everyone's super fat? It's a cartoon and they live on another uh, Wally, Wally, my favorite movie yeah, ever. That's yes. it. You said it years love, ago. I think I love that movie so that's much. That's what's going to happen, man. Yeah, everyone's just going to be moved around on chair pods and like you know change colors of their shirts, <laughs> change their personality with their clothing. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's bad. I mean, do people don't get together and play Dungeons and Dragons anymore on a Friday night. I mean, and a, like, into a Saturday, into a Sunday. Can't you get together and play that weird board game with the VCR <laughs> where there's a Gatekeeper guy. All right, I've said too much. Um, did you you didn't watch the Grammys? You said no. I couldn't you know tell anything you. about it. No, I, and in fact, I was thinking about this the other day. Someone was talking about music, I, or maybe it was 
not this time, but the last time you posted like, hey, let's talk about guilty pleasure music. And I thought to myself. Yeah, I do it on Sundays sometimes. Besides the Hold Steady and Jessica Hernandez, who just had a baby, congratulations to her. uh, Yeah, yeah. I have not listened to any contemporary artist. Uh, So I listened to stuff that was not even popular in 1986 still. Yeah. So So how do you avoid it all? Because Santos says he gets his new music through me, but that's I'm a terrible dude, source. Dude, Santos is, uh, you know who Aaron's good, um, uh, yeah. Harvey. Yeah, but he's more good at uh, more good. Ugh. He's better at um, digging up relics and finding treasure. You always have to have that couple of friends who who will, who will like you know plug you into some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I've for years now just gone away from music, but I watch Netflix. I don't even watch TV. I couldn't even tell you. So you just don't listen to music much. And when I do, though, I go back to Something my like stuff. I listen to the same stuff I was you listening to in high school. Ah, I don't. No. I'm, I'm a nostalgic person who goes like, I'm almost like that Al Bundy, you know, when most of the stuff I talk about is remembering the good yeah. times. Uncle was, Rico? Yeah. My hits were, you know, back, <laughs> back in high school and yeah. soon after. All right. Well, let me give you a couple of the highlights here. Well, everyone's going nuts on Twitter about uh, Kendrick Lamar. I don't know who that is. You, I have dude, no idea. We have talked Lamar's. about him on this show. Like, I know that I know what his name is, but I do not know mm. one song. And You're like, what is a Kendrick Lamar? No, I know. I know that there's a person in the world named Kendrick Lamar, but I know, I know just about as much as him as that other guy who's the dad of the guy whose kid got in trouble in China and mm. Lavar Ball. Oh, Lavar Ball. I mean, I, if you told me they were both in the same rap group, you know, I Ernie like, Ball, yeah, whatever. Yeah, well, uh, Dave Chappelle came out and like introduced, and then I think they they stopped the music, and he came out and said a few lines about it. It's about uh, racial injustice and uh, blah, 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 powerful political opening performance. I'm not gonna lie to you; I only saw a little piece of it on Twitter. From what I saw, it looked like a pretty cool. I mean, it was. Wait a second, was he doing something for Tammy Duckworth, um, the politician? Because I could have sworn I see something. Was I don't Kendrick know why. Lamar doing something for Kendrick. For, Tammy Duckworth. I don't She's an Illinois politician. Yeah, I don't know. He's from Chicago, right? Negative. Oh, okay. He's a West Coast rapper. Ah, whatever. So I don't, you confused. might think of Chance the Rapper. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> you probably are. No, no. I don't know. I if swear I saw Duckworth. something that said Duckworth, and then it had him. And there was a bunch of American flags behind him, like a uh, today. So maybe we're talking about the okay. same thing. Well, Kendrick Lamar had a, a show-stopping performance. Everybody loved it. You come to me for your good news, but I will. Uh, I'll give you some of the uh, record of the year was a twenty four K Magic by Bruno Mars. Don't know what that is. Now I get confused with the record of the year because sometimes they'll say record of the year, but they mean song, like recording, like single of the record, year. Of like the year. single record, which is like antiquated term. Right, I like say song, right, or al- album of the year. Nothing but dummies listen to this stuff anyway. So use there probably is language, album please. of the year and record of the year is specific yeah. to a single. Yeah, a record, but that. Can we call it a song? I thought Ed Schneernan was. The When's the last time Record of the, of the year, year wasn't a song? Let's call it song. Okay. It's language, people. Uh, oh, can, they have a song of the year as well. So what the hell do I know? Yeah. That's what I like. By oh, that's Bruno Mars too. Uh, best new, <laughs> best new artist, uh, Alessia Cara. Okay. I sound like John. Tra- I sound like John Travolta when he introduced that chick from Frozen. He's like Itzy Mincy. <laughs> Kindy yell. Uh, she. The only reason I know who she is is because she sings a version of the Moana song that my daughter plays a lot. Makes me play best pop solo performance. I still they they dice this up in so many small pieces. Uh, Ed Sheeran. 
shape of I know you. who that guy is. Okay, he's the the redhead ginger fella. Yeah. Writes good music. Yeah. Good songs. Yeah. I mean, he knows how to write it. He's talented and stuff. I wouldn't uh, turn it on, but I wouldn't turn it off. Yeah, yeah. That, makes that song you might, because it's pretty rough. But I know, I guess I root for him because I heard him on Howard, and I heard him on some, and he seems like a genuinely good dude. Right, like he's of, a pretty down, uh, yeah. down to earth guy. I mean, he's he's born a ginger. He's kind of ugly. He's born a ginger. The guy's he made, uh, you know, he made Shino a lot of shit. <laughs> all right, best. Okay, I take a bone to pick with this. God, I can't talk today at all. Just edit out every time I speak. And you're not even drinking for once. No, not at all. <laughs> Best rock performances, You you Want It Darker by Leonard Cohen. That's a cop-out, right? Leonard Cohen? Yeah. Isn't he dead? Very dead. I think he died this year, right? Super dead. He, yeah, he died last year. <laughs> That's a gimme. Yeah. Come dumb. on, man. Um, blah, blah, blah. Mastodon won Best Metal Performance. Uh, do... Mostly in part to the fact that nobody knows any other metal bands. Yeah, right. So that's pretty sweet. Good for them. Best rock song is by, guess who? Ed Sheeran? Guess one rock band you know that sells records. A rock band? I don't even know. You're going to tell me. It's them or Nickelback. Oh, Foo Fighters. Yeah. Okay. Are you surprised they won Best Rock Song? I didn't even know they put a record out this year. They're the last rock band in the world besides right. mine. And I don't know if you call mine a rock I don't, band. I don't like the Foo Fighters uh, or, or Foo Fighters. I don't know if there's a the... But um, I could tell you that they have some songs that are amazing, and then the majority of their library is crap, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. But I don't musically, think I think bad. they're really good. Like as a band, I think they're really good. But I, I just don't like what they're selling. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. Anyway. We've talked about it before. Yeah. I just uh, before. We no, they kick ass, and Dave Grohl's a pretty great guy. Dave I mean, Grohl seems great. The whole band seems great. They're all talented. Right. I just don't. Really, yeah. I don't often <laughs> listen to it. Yeah, that's just me. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Best rock album is a deeper understanding by The War on Drugs. Have you heard of The War on Drugs? I have. Not the band, but it's a movement. The War on Drugs. It's a movement. Uh, but they won't, so I'll have to. It's probably as ineffective as the War on the other I'm war guessing on drugs. that they say best rock album, but it's probably like Poppy Dancy. Yeah. Like hardly anybody. What about it's those like guys with the helmets? Kid rock, they like the only two people that like even use distortion anymore. Like the, for real. What about the guys with the helmets? Devo? No, no, no. Those guys have hats. Those are hats. Pot, those are, those guys are guys that go. Pot, the the two plates. guys, they're two brothers, and constantly they'll go up every couple of years. They, they're like. Oh, um, the DJs? Uh, not the Dust Brothers. They're um, like. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Bu- 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 yes. Uh, Everybody's doing it right, doing it right. Daft Punk. Yeah, those guys. They yeah. didn't win nothing? They usually come out maybe. Not that far. Maybe yet, every two know. or three years, and then they come out with. They have like a, a smash hit. Yeah. Or they'll produce like Pharrell like and them. Yeah, and, right. Yeah. Uh, best alternative music album went to Sleep, uh, The National with Sleep Well Beast. The National, who Harvey Woodlawn loves and kept posting clips. And maybe I need a bigger sample because I listened to a couple of them and just didn't get it. Uh, best R&B performance, That's What I Like by Bruno Mars. Best traditional R&B performance. What's... What's the know. difference? I don't know. Is that Ruben Stutter? It's like Coke Classic and Coke like two. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Best traditional. <laughs> Best R and B performance of people wearing uh cross colors goes to uh oh, Redbone Childish Gambino. That's the name of the rapper. Yeah. yeah. His name is Redbone. <laughs> this is the best song I've ever done. I don't know. His about name you. is Redbone? No, the song's name. Two different the song's oh. name is Redbone and the rapper's name is Childish Gambino. He's a comedian, Gambino. that guy. Do you remember a few weeks back I played a song called Water where the guy was like, oh, you yeah. it's under water. Yeah. Water. Well, he's got a new one. Dude, I don't think Sand. We're, we're, might not be sand. <laughs> it's called Fire. He's also got one called Air. Dude, my kid played one one for me the other day. It's this called. track's called Earth. Gucci. It's called Gucci Gang. 
I don't know if you've ever heard this thing. Dude, I sent it to you and said this Oh, you did? To... Yes. I probably saw it. I was like, nah. Remember, we're supposed to do a segment called Worst Song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah. music sucks. He, dude, he, well, he, he made me listen to it, and I was like, what in let the me, world is this? Let me tell you how this? the hook goes. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. You just keep saying Where's it. the hook? That's it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then he says, I spend your whole check on a new chain or something. Yeah, it was... And he, Dude, something about cocaine. I, that just reminds me. I got sucked into a YouTube wormhole of these new awful rappers. There's one called Takashi69. I couldn't sound older when I said <laughs> this. This fellow is called Takashi69. But he's called 69. He's got rainbow hair. It's all rainbowed out. Does he look like that idiot Post Malone, but he's Asian? Dude, he looks worse than Post Malone. <laughs> like, a lot. I can't even believe I said the word Post Malone. Post Malone's great. Post Malone is... Uh, awful looking but i really like his music but i look at him and i go i understand why you think this guy's a douche you're very eclectic in your taste though man i've never met someone that you're all over the board yeah well i can look at somebody and be like you look like a douchebag but i like your music yeah, i can't i mean i listened to his music and i thought it sucked too i just it's not it's not anything i would this is takashi six yeah that's awful is he wearing a- uh he's got a grill but it's a rainbow grill mm. he's got rainbow hair he wears rainbow stuff he's got six nine tattooed on his body a bajillion times. Um, Remember there was a, a woman. Look at him. Are you sure that's a dude? A woman like two or three years ago that wore like that's giant him. hats. After, and she had like veils over her face. Look at, dude, look at this dude. Yeah, I don't get any of it, man. This is when we are too old. We, well, we, we're, we're way too old. Look at his stupid body. But here, here's the thing. I got sucked into it because uh, a buddy of mine at work was like, dude, you got to listen to this guy. Or maybe I turned him. I, I forget how it goes. It went from Post Malone to this guy. But the, and there's the Lil Pump, does Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lil Peep is the guy who, who died. Remember, I was going to do Lil your, Poop. Lil I Peep. was going to do Your Music Sucks, and I had it queued up for the day that dude OD'd. And I was like, well, this is perfect. Oh. Uh, but we didn't end up doing it. But they're, they're all Lil. They all are tattooing their. They look like. Um, they almost look like. Uh, what do you call it? The dickheads. Yes, <laughs> but um, what's that? What's that uh, uh, Mexican gang? That's like from Mexico, where they all like the uh, you mean El Salvadorian uh, gang, uh, uh, El Salvador Salvatrucha. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ms. Thirteen. Ms. Thirteen. There you go. I love uh, those guys. Those guys are awesome. Oh, I mean, they're super sweet, and uh, <laughs> they certainly don't want to kick in my door and kill my family. <laughs> no, sir. Um, but it's almost like everyone's looking like that. No, they're tattooing their face. Right. Well, they're 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 all like. ODing and they're real upfront about like I like to take tons of pills, I like to get like effed up all the right. time. But I, I got stuck in this wormhole on YouTube because I was like, these dudes are crazy, and I'd watch another one and another one. These guys literally like can't talk. And you like you see an interview with them and they're just like, uh, no say six nine, no say all day, son, new chain. They start spinning their chains and I, and and I'm not talking about like oh they're just using slang like they just I don't know how they rap because they don't use words. You give me shit about watching uh, Ink Master. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I watched this with a sense, like a like a, a sense of like like grotesque. Yeah, but you watch it all the way through. I do, and then yeah. I watch the next one yeah, and the next no, one. I well, I got stuck in this. This dude's Takashi Six Nine. There's an I was a uh, trippy red little pump. So they're part of they're like a Wu Tang clan of, the, of these all guys that are connected to one another. No, or are they no, some of them are connected, some of them are not. You, you, look at this dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't understand. Like, you hear something like, like Look Wu-Tang how much Clan, money he has. and then, like, how could those dudes even? How are they even in the same genre of music? 
I haven't even seen that heard that guy's music, but I can tell you. But this is the new style: is to like you show how down you are by how willing, how much damage you're willing to do to yourself physically. Yeah, that's called Jackass the movie. <laughs> yeah, Steve-O but this, is the most down guy. This is like. Uh, I don't know how I don't do it. Like, I don't know how I'm not going to sound like a 50-year-old man this whole episode, but it's like, this is what's happening. Like you, Yeah, you, and people eating Tide Pods. That guy's head looks like a Tide Pod. I don't know. Dude, it's, oh, so I don't know how I got started on that. Was it because of Best Rap Performance? Yeah. Anyways, there's this whole new brand of rapper, dude, and it's... Yeah, but like, okay, so dude, there's a bunch of stiff music A&R music people and celebrities in the audience that are, you know, older than me and you, and they have to see... Imp- Performances by Carby, Cardi B. Cardi B. Yeah. I mean, she's a female rapper. Like maybe she, I don't. I don't get it. Don't Nay, know. she's just a rapper. Like me too. How is it that John Cougar Mellencamp can write music and these people can write music too? Like it's just. I understand there's something for everybody, but I mean, there's got to be some stuff for nobody too. It's I just thought for nobody. that Takashi Six Nine was for nobody. Like I heard somebody say, like you remember trap music? I still don't know what mm-hmm. specifically is trap music. I think it's just a bunch of noisy <laughs> shit in the background. I just know a trap beat when I hear it. Like when you hear all those little hi hats. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's there's nothing redeeming. It's also an album by Ti, which is really good. I feel like there's nothing redeeming about it. I like Ti, but I could honestly say, okay, then you look at the Chronic album and you're like, okay, that nobody can argue with that's good music. I don't care what you listen to, but you could argue that it's just stolen. You could go that if you don't like chronic, you like you like. I'm not fun, talking, you like I'm, Funkadelic. Okay, I'm not saying that it's the most original thing in the world. I'm just saying you could go like, okay, every. I don't care if you like what kind of music you like. Everybody could appreciate the fact that it has, like you said, like a traditional. Okay, it's got a verse, it's got a hook, it's got a good beat to it. Even if even it's like sampled music, this shit is all over the place. And it has no. You can't dance. You can't. There's nothing you can do to it. You can shoot people to it. Oh, okay. You just like play. You could play Doom on your Apple TV, maybe. (laughs) But so another big winner tonight was the Me Too movement. Don't know what that is. Oh, (laughs) there's a band. (laughs) You've never heard of it. All right. I have heard of that. Ladies, I I support it. Dave does not. (laughs) Um, so uh, is that is that because the Golden Globes that was not long ago? But that was the Oscars wasn't too long ago. It was Golden Globes, right? Was it, well, the one where like Oscars all the women were mad yet. that the men didn't spend their they time want everybody up there. to wear black. But they also were mad that the the men that were up there accepting awards didn't spend their time instead of thanking people. They should have spent their time talking about how disgusted they were. They were mad with about the all industry. the male producers, right? But right. They, and and it, like I said, they turned around on anybody who made a speech that wasn't specifically devoted to that movement and acknowledging you know the 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 struggle. Right. Well, it's now it's maybe it's not me too. I may have just given you the wrong hashtag oh, okay. and the whole wrong movement. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's supported so hard. Uh, Time's up is the newest one. You've heard this. That, one. You guys so, heard of this? You heard, of this? Yeah, you heard yeah, about yeah. this one? Did so go around. So you guys heard this? Me too is uh, a movement where other where <laughs> women are coming out or men are coming out and saying like, "Hey, listen, I've been sexually." Is it assaulted. the ultimate disrespect that I barely yes. notice and then laugh about it? But the other one. What is the other one called? <laughs> Time's too. up. Time's up. Is that the one sport. is that, and that's it basically a spinoff of it, saying like, "Hey, we're now taking Hollywood back. We're ta- now, you know, anybody who's done anything, oh, understand that you're maybe you do know about them. I know about that. You, you know, know. Sure. yeah. Well, it's a spinoff, basically, from Me Too. Is like, hey, people are saying Me Too. This happened to Me Too. Right. Now they're saying, Time's up. We're all so coming they, for you. We're all coming for you. Uh, bad choice of words. So what they did this time is they're all wearing black and. Uh, that's what you wear to formal events anyway. 
Yeah, so, so it should be uh, easy for everybody. Since music's to dead, suit. why not? Why not everybody dress wearing black? Um, but now they up the ante in a white rose. If you wore a white rose, then you were also supporting the Times Up movement. But I had a little issue. I had a slight. Issue. I would I, if it was me and I had an invitation to this thing. I'd be like, I, I'm just not going to go because I don't want to get. I don't want to make a mistake, so I'm just going to. I'm going to pretend I'm sick. The yeah. flu is going around. Not yeah, a- look, I think it's a good idea. To, obviously, it's a good idea to say, to say it's a good idea to say time's up and put your foot down. And obviously, this if you're there, but if you happen to be sick and you can't make it, well, obviously, all this thing. behavior is super atrocious, and it's a good thing that nobody supports it. But here's where I get a little confused. I get a little bit confused that uh, you wear a white rose and you're supposed to wear all black. But I don't know what to do to about a woman that looks good in her outfit. I mean, obviously, I'm not supposed to tackle her and just make like it was like, you know, uh, Cheetahs in the Jungle. But like the girl who – who's the girl who voiced uh, – she was in uh, that movie about singing like Glee Club. She was the voice of the Chicken Trolls. Anna Kendrick? Is this right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is that not right? High School Musical. Is that a different person? No, that's her. I, I don't know that she, I don't know what you're about musical? to say, but she was she is that person. Well, I saw a thing about Times Up, but if if we're talking, if, <laughs> you know, at this point it's okay if I get names wrong, right? Uh, but she was basically wearing like a, a bra or something under a suit, but like the suit was open, and she's got this white rose, and I'm going, you're okay. Uh, I'm not supposed. She can dress how she wants to, man. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not supposed to beat off into a potted plant. When I see it, I get that, but it's very confusing when you're like, hey, me too, uh, my eyes are up here, you know what I mean? Right. Well, it's a trap. It's, it's, Admiral, <laughs> Admiral Agbar said it better. Right. It's a trap. Absolutely, it's a trap. I get very, very confused because they're like, hey. Do you t- really? Well, <laughs> yes, because they're like. You're not confused at all. And no one not, is. Not internally, it's, no. I it, think it, I, I, I. I Here's the thing. I thought I understood everything. I thought I, I thought I had. That's like one of those things where you're gonna someone's gonna be trapped into saying something like that. Then it's gonna be they're gonna turn it around and go, "Hey, I could dress how I want. That doesn't give you the right to you know say this or feel this way or so." That's why I said just be okay. Just, just call it doesn't off sick. give me the right, but just call off sick. <laughs> just, there's, there's nothing you can do. What? Because okay, look, if you go to this event, she's not like, wearing all black. She's wearing a black. What, is, what do you call that? Corset. I don't know if that's a corset. But her boobs are out. That's fair to say. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Like, time's up for her. Like a Madonna like bustier. For, for her boobs. Like, time's right. up. They're, they're, they're here now. I don't think that's what she means by her I'm time pretty up. sure it is. Pretty sure I got, at least I got that right. She's saying time's up for my boobs. So, my, my uh, I just, I guess, it's just, it's just slightly confusing because... On one hand, no, you can't. You don't want to go dress like a funeral and be like, "This is no fun. This is music." You want to dress sexy. You want to have fun, and that's fine too. But it's just, it's. I'm, well, here's what I'm saying: it's conflicting messages. I agree. You know what's not a conflicting message? The Hey My Man podcast. No, um, uh, I watched. I finally got around to it. Um, the two Dave Chappelle specials. Oh, Kendrick, you cat. Did what? you see either of them? The, the, yes. Oh my god. I'm, I, I mean, on the show, I I'm didn't gonna, talk about I'm it gonna, at length, but sure. <laughs> you did? Yes. Well, I that's forget. okay. I don't listen to me either. Uh, no, they were both great. Uh, the first one, and I think you. Now I remember. It, I think you said the first one was better than the second one. Yeah. But um, 
I don't well, even, first I don't, one's polished. Second one's more of like what you would see on the road. Right? I don't even want to talk about what he talked about. It's not even really important to my message here yeah. or to what I'm saying is the dude is so smooth and so relaxed. Super smooth. Super smooth. I mean, I don't think there's anybody out. And I, I say like Richard Pryor's number one, Dave Chappelle's number two, and you could switch them out really. Just in the way that they're, they're, they're rack on touring, their ability to tell. I got to pee so bad. Sorry, didn't do Dave Chappelle. I was trying to hold it, but uh, I'm drinking water. So my whole point is, is that, uh, like I said, they're interchangeable between uh, Richard Pryor, Dave Chappelle. The the ability to tell a story and make you forget, like it, it, one of the things he does is he comes, he says, uh, he's talking about a punchline. I don't remember if this was from the first or the second special. I think it's from the first. But he's like, oh, I have this like bucket where I write punchlines down, and then I come up with a joke for the punchline later. First one. Yeah, and he and he makes remember, you forget. Yeah. He so he tells you the punchline, and then he goes on this long diatribe, and you forget that that well, that what he's even talking. He tells about. you he's going to do it, right? Yeah, and it's like you. Babe Ruth calling, you know. And it's and great. it's the dude is he's just amazing. And I think a lot of people, especially if you're more conservative, you would be like, oh. Well, it's I watch this, and a lot of it is not not just the crassness, but like you'd go like, oh, well, this guy's going to complain about Trump, and he's going to you know complain about conservative. Oh, politics you meant and, like politically? Conservative. Well, because like yeah, because like uh, Marin's special and a couple other specials where I, I was just Trump, like, yeah. yeah, but they do it in a different way. They do it in such a whiny, complaining like look at. I mean, it's obvious this guy's orange. He's he sucks. He's yeah. we're, we're well, those, Chappelle, those, I agree with those, but they're not that funny. But but Chappelle does it in such a way where you go like, okay, I'm willing to listen to what this guy has to say. Well, I think he did such a good job on his show of showing like, remember one of his head writers was a white dude. Uh-huh. He was able to tell. You talking that, about Neil Brennan? Yeah, he was he he was able to uh, tackle racial stuff so well. To where everyone could kind of understand what he was saying. That right. when, he, when he tells a story, I think most people, at least that have seen anything he's done, go, okay, this dude's smart. I want to hear what he's saying. Yeah, it's weird because, uh, like I said, I've seen other comedians, the minute they start talking about Trump, it's like really preachy and it's really like, oh, it, everything I'm saying is obvious. Where he just comes at it from a different angle. So for for that, it's, I, it I, I, I applaud it because I was like... I was upset when it ended because I was like, man, I could watch another. When when Bigger and Blacker came out, the Chris Rock special, I probably watched it like 40 times. So good. Because I was like, I, I know the jokes. It's I so know good. the punchlines. But, <laughs> so good. you know, it's great. Yeah. And, and and there's not that many. This guy is is a true, like, uh, I don't even want to, like, a, 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 one of the best. And the second one, although not, it's not a special. No, I mean I it mean, is technically. Yeah, but he's in the round. It's like he's like in a smaller stage, and it's a, like, like sitting way, down. Yeah, Who sits down for a special? Yeah. Yeah. But but that's what's cool about it. You get to see here's his polished act in front of a big crowd, and this the second one is like here's what it's like to see him at like the comedy store, which it's still polished, but it it comes not, off more. Not it, really. Dude. I think that's a the guy way. gets up and walks away in the middle of the show. He's like, no, but I went to the bathroom. Yeah, but still. Yeah, but okay. So there's that, that don't happen there's that element to it. Where he makes a mention to a guy like getting up, sure. But like I saw, um, he like meanders a bit, like thinking. It's like it's it looks like a comic working stuff out, a really good comic working stuff out. I saw Marin do something like that in Chicago, where I, I saw him in a club like that, and it's it felt like it was like, wow, is he making this up as it goes? It's, dude, it's so good because it felt it felt so personal. Hmm. Like he was sitting down, he was, you know what I mean, and you're like, wow, yeah. is this off the cuff? But you know, it's not. 
So Mayor that, is the opposite of Post Malone to me. <laughs> Post Malone, I go, this guy is like such a douchebag, but I hear his product and I go, but I love it. This song's amazing. I listen to this every day. Marin, I'm like, uh, this guy seems great. Like I, got I, it I would love to sit down and talk to this guy. He seems so awesome. But I see him perform and I go, right, not your bag. Yeah, it's like it's like I like one as a person and not their performance, and the other it's like I love their performance but not them as a person. And I want to tell you this for for all the shit that you say that I I I, I poo poo. Mm. Whenever I, I I've never given I don't think a review of a stand up show that I thought was total crap. I'm usually when I review stuff, it's usually stuff that I'm. Tr- I, I, so I do like some things. For everybody out there, it goes you know. Yeah. For that, did you see Patton Oswalt's? Yeah, I, I got through ten minutes of it, and I was that's why I never reviewed it. Oh, okay, because again, it was more along the lines of like, the president sucks, conservatives suck. It I, looked more like to me like a really smart, thoughtful dude just talking about stuff. Like it didn't have like laughs. No. Well, well he's, he's got some dark subject matter yeah. about his wife dying, and he is like. I'm glad you feel better for getting that out, and I'll listen to you talk about it. But like, we're what not shouldn't a, have been a special. We're not really a comedy show, though, right. right now, right? Well, the other one hey, I saw, the guy was had to do it. He's, Tom he's Segura's funny. special, his newest one. Oh, dude, have I've, you seen it yet? I've only seen like five minutes of it, and his it his, was his, probably the best one. Uh, putting Chappelle aside, it's probably the best one I've seen. In Ali Wong, are was you serious? Pretty great, but dude, I'm telling you, <laughs> this was funny to me from from you know. Uh, I gotta, first get, joke I gotta to get at it because his last one, mostly stories, was uh-huh. one of the funniest ones I've seen in a long time. Well, I watched it on the treadmill, and I had like I'm doing the couch to five k, so I had like a thirty minute training. Are you doing that again? Yeah. Oh sweet. And so I just ended up standing on my tra- instead of continuing to walk and enjoy it. I was like, well, I'm done with my training. I just stood on my like treadmill and watched it on my boxes. iPad. <laughs> like I just keep running until they're done. Fighting. Right. But no, but I didn't keep running. But it's great though. I stood still and watched I, it on my iPad while opposite. standing I know on my treadmill. Mean, like yes. the opposite. Yes, like so the same, great. but not. I yes, great. It. Have you seen his wife's? Yeah, Christina. I, I thought it was good. She's really good. I thought it was good. I thought it was really. good. This is great. Really, you, I think that, and I'm I'm interested to see what you think. I thought this was just like he's got a bit about that show, first forty eight hours mm-hmm. on mostly stories. That's just one of one of my favorite bits I've heard in a long time. He's, he's just a, he's like great. I just don't think he gets his just due. But he lost weight. That's yeah. always a kiss like of 30 death. Thirty or forty pounds. It's always a kiss of death because nah, then nah, you talk one. about it on stage and it's not funny. He really didn't. He didn't really talk about it. Like, I think he mentions it because everyone, you know, now in the days of podcasting and stuff, people follow him on a weekly basis. He's a pro. So we got to see him if he comes to Chicago. Yeah, for we sure. Gotta see That's him. definitely one I'd go to. And hopefully it would be like a, like a, you know, Joe Rogan, like a triple bill or something with a bunch of the people. Segura's little... making bank now, dude. So yeah. it's going to be a big er show. It would be like Chicago Theater. Whatever. I'd be willing to pay for it. So. Yeah. I'll go. <laughs> Do you have anything else? I did hot yoga for the first time, but I can talk about it next week. All right. Well, you can tease your hot yoga. We still. My mom wanted to know what we were coming up with for our yearly uh, our uh, our challenges. I told my wife. I said, "You mark my words." And here's the biggest motivator. She's like, "You can't do it. You'll never do it." And she knows. She knows to get me to do anything. Say you physically cannot do it. I'm pretty confident you can't do anything. I'm pretty confident that you your will you don't have willpower. To a certain point, I'll be impressed. I will very. Uh, but people knew me right now. People have said to me though, the best way to do it is to do the incremental punishment. Like if you mess up, it's not the bit that that's not over. It you are punished more than you are the time before. Well, I know I'm. I don't know the punishment, but I'm I'm solid in that I will not after Super Bowl. Super Bowl, I get to eat all the chips in the world, but after Super Bowl, nary a chip will pass my lip. So you're saying chips? I'm saying is a that year Fritos? without chips, it, it, tortilla chips, 
Fritos, Doritos, Lay's. Veggie chips count as a chip to me. Uh, what about, so even if you're in a Mexican restaurant, no? No, no. No chips and chips and salsa is my favorite thing in the world. That and pizza. You so that's what you're willing to give no up chips after next year. Sunday, right? It's gonna be so. I'm gonna hate my life. Well, I have a week to come up with something. Ugh. But and, it's gonna the, suck and, so and the bad. punishment, whether it be, um, and again, I mean, we could just put that toward the podcast. I'm not saying you would give me if you lost if it was money. Maybe I gotta throw something in the kitty, and at the end of the year, we buy something cool for the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, but I need no. It's, it's, money won't do it. It's gotta be shame based. You know well, how I'm I mean, Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some some shame that can, be can pass around. I have to like wear a cardboard cardboard sign and go on the corner and says like I can't stop eating chips because I'm a. I i do not think that'll work because again you're on the corner performing. So for you, that shame is outweighed <laughs> by the fact that someone's looking at you in a way that you think you're making them laugh. Oh, where was that not that long ago when it was like, hey, this you're not supposed to be telling jokes, but you're the bar mitzvah. No, oh, I had training. <laughs> oh, I, had, I had training for people that were depressed slash suicidal mm. i had to go to this thing like for if you work on the hotline and uh i went with a buddy of mine and he's in the other room they split us up into two groups he's in that room and i'm in this like room. making mock phone calls back and forth uh yeah we're doing like well situation it's just like hey tell your story right. why are you here right. blah, blah blah uh you know who do you work for and so he's on that side of the room and i'm on this side of the room and we went to lunch together and and he goes so how the first half go? I said, it was pretty good, you know, whatever. He goes, yeah, I know it was pretty good. He goes, because in my end, he's like, I got three women in tears. Everyone's crying, telling personal stories. He goes, and I hear, ha, 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 on the other side of the curtain. He's like, he knew oh. right away. He's like, oh, Ben's supposed to be uh, taking it seriously. He's telling stupid jokes. And uh, you, 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 whenever you're put in that situation, I'm, I'm a little bit more reserved. Like once I get in, in my element, I'm good. But I notice, man, you come you come to play hard every time. When there's an audience to be created, you will cobble together an audience. You will walk up into a group of people and just start with your, you know, your rhetoric. That's not true. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so chips for you. I wasn't not taking it seriously. It was just that, like, the metaphors and stuff I use. I've had a stressful week. I'm going through some personal stuff, and when I talk about, it, I still like if if something sounds funny, I'm going to say it's funny. I'm like, hey, this, yeah, is, I can't control myself this is sad. I feel awful. Whatever, whatever the emotional state is, is separate. Like I partition. I'm not saying I'm funny. I'm saying like I have to say dumb stuff, even if it is at the expense of myself. It's just you just I'm the way you cope. I'm, I, I, yeah, I'm just not going to be like, well, I think differently because I'm upset or I'm I'm sad. So I don't think that I always think the same way. Well, thanks for bringing that up at the end of the podcast to help us end on a, a somber note. But you know. That's somber? Well, I don't know. You're talking about being sad when you should be happy or happy when you should. Whatever. I was talking about how I can't comport myself in the appropriate emotional uh, space. I'll have to just play a really happy song on the way out. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't feel like it was that. <laughs> no, uh, I'm just kidding you. All right. No more chips? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to have to give up. But I, I, I smoked a cigar on, on Sunday. And dude, I was if like, we dude, record. I, just, I felt like such shit because I had a cold. And I don't know why I did it. Because I was cleaning the garage. I'm like, oh, I usually smoke a cigar while I clean the garage. Drink a cup of coffee. I couldn't have, it couldn't have been more disgusting, and I'm just out. I'm out. All your loves are gonna yep. be gone. Oh, that's a yeah. sad note. Yep. I, dude, if we record on Sunday, I, I may just bring like four bowls and just – I might just eat until it's – like right every bit of microphone. weight I've lost, I'm going to put it all back on Super the Bowl The Super Bowl's Sunday. on Sunday. What time does it end? Uh, is it late, right? I get till that day. I get till the midnight gong. Well, what I'm saying is, is I don't know that we're going to podcast if you're going to have been partying all day and then – it goes until the wee hours of the night, probably maybe the Monday. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'll be fine. 
All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll come in with like uh, grease all over my face. And... Guacamole all over your face. Yeah. I all right. I can't waste my belly space on guacamole. It's all got to be chips. That was episode 169 of the Hey My Man podcast. Later. Uh-oh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>